Hi, and welcome to the Have the Audacity podcast, where we are all about living our own version of our best life. My name is JC. I'm a multi-passionate human obsessed with personal growth, and I want you to come on this journey with me where we share our stories and learn tools, tips, and tricks to live the life we were always meant to live. So let's lean into the uncomfortable, celebrate our highs, and embrace our lows because all of it's important. It may get a little messy, but it's time to have the audacity. Hey Audacious Human, I'm so glad that you're here today. If this is your first episode, welcome. So glad that you're here. If you've been listening for a while, also super glad that you're here too. Um, This is my favorite space. I am starting to do more guest spots on other podcasts. So uh, make sure you're on my email list for podcast updates. I will be pushing out when I'm on there. Follow me on Instagram. I will be sharing there. Um, I just love it. When you do something that you know you're meant to do, it gives you energy. And I've never really fully felt this before um, up until podcasting because it really does light me up. Like I still work full-time job and um, as a teacher, and I talk about that on here, and I can go to work all day and be so tired after school and then know that I'm going to have an interview or I need to record an episode, a solo episode for this. And literally by the end, I'm so full of energy because I just love this. So testament to know that if you're doing what you're meant to do and you're in alignment, literally will light you up and give you energy and give to your life. And with that whole living in alignment, I've been getting some questions. And so I really want to explore that today. Now, if you're new to the personal development space, or even if you've been in it for a while, you will hear these words like a living in alignment. Does this align with you? Making choices that feel aligned. That is a huge buzzword in the personal development space. And you're like, what does that even mean? Well, I am going to tell you. Living in alignment means like making choices that are aligned to your values. And, and you know, because of like the feelings that come with it. And so If you've never taken the time, this was not something we were taught. And I was actually having a conversation with a friend about this. And we were talking about how we were never taught to identify your values, what's important to you. I mean, you're growing up and your parents have values and they instill their values into you. And then you become an adult and the messiness of that time, trying to figure out what's important to you, what's not important to you. While the world's telling you what should be important to you, while your religion's telling you what should be important to you, like you're getting it from all areas, your friends, family, work, every area of your life, society is telling you what your values should be. And we don't ever, we're not taught how to carve out space and time to figure that out for ourselves. But really, I mean, why would you want to, why would people want us to be, to know society like as a whole, because then you would be in an empowered state and people don't want you empowered. Society as a whole doesn't want you empowered. I don't feel like they do. So we're not taught these things. And it's not until a lot of times you hit a breaking point or a low and you really have to figure this out and you hit these lows because you're not living in alignment with what's important to you. You're living a way that you think others are telling you you should. Other people are telling you what your values need to be. Other people are telling you what your values need to be. You're living in a way that you think you should live. And so we're going to unpack this today and 
I'm, by the end of this, you're going to know how to identify your values and why you need to know them and how they're going to help you build your version of an audacious life and live with audacity and live a life that is fulfilling and one that you were created to live. So what are values? At the most basic level, we need to understand this. Like values are how, like, how do you know what, like, so what are values? Values are like you value family. You put your family first. You value a relationship with God. Like we can all think of things like some people value work, money, and we're not going to say things are good values or bad values. That's not my place. Um, I stay very neutral with people's values. So how do you know that you're not living in alignment with your values? Well, for example, if you value family, but you work 70 hours a week, you're probably feeling a lot of internal stress and conflict and dissatisfaction because you have a job that you work 70 hours a week, but you value time with your family. But because of your job, you can't spend time with your family. So your career is not in alignment with your values. We see like that's a very, I feel like that's a very obvious example. Now I want to caution you that your values can change over time. I feel like a very tangible example would be you could at one point have valued your career if you were single. And I'm not saying that this is your values have to change like this when you have kids, but I feel like this is one that people can see that's illustrated a lot in our culture. And that is you value your career and you value making the most money you can. And that's your value. And then you have kids and maybe you didn't mind before you, or even you have a spouse. You, you didn't mind when it was just you working 70, 80 hours a week. That was fine. You loved it. Work was fulfilling for you. Then you have a significant other, you have kids, and now you have a new value. And now working that much doesn't feel as good anymore. You resent having to work that much because your value changed and that's fine. Your value could also stay the same and you still value your career over your relationship. People, people exist like that and that is fine. So there's no judgment in this. I'm just trying to help you to illustrate the point that values can change. And honestly, as you grow and evolve as a human, they're meant to. Like that is a pretty good benchmark of you growing and evolving as a human. So now that we understand like what our values are, what they what they are, that they can change, I want to talk about how to define your values. Now, our values aren't these strict black and white containers that if decisions don't fit in, then we don't do them at all. There's no place for them. No, they're more like these guideposts that help you see they make decisions. I don't believe our world is black and white. You can make decisions black and white. It's all gray. It's all gray. And so these are just guideposts to help you see, like, is this aligned with what I say is most important to me? And realizing and acknowledging that it needs to be a regular thing, I would say once a year at minimum to not monthly, that would be too much, but at least every year, every few years, that you're reevaluating your values and making sure that what you say is important is still important. Because I believe that's very, that is key. Because like I said, they're going to grow and evolve and change as you do as a human. So you need to check back in with them. This is not a one and done situation. This is a, you need to come back to this type of thing. So you're like, cool, JC, I get it. I need to identify my values because I don't really know. I'm not happy with my life. I don't really know what's important to me. I'm just kind of lost. Cool, I got you. I hope you're vibing with today's episode. I just wanted to hop in here real quick and tell you about the Audacious Collective. 
if you are a woman looking for a community that will just pour into you because you show up for others in your life and you pour into everybody around you, but you don't take time to pour into yourself, this is a place for you. We have four live calls a month. We have our Saturday morning monthly intention setting call, which if you check out episode 60, you get a sneak peek into that call. We have two goal checking calls a month. We have our Friday, last Friday of the month celebration call where we celebrate everything you've achieved on that call. We just get to build community together. We have a masterclass each month. There is a optional personal development book club where we meet and chat about the book. We talk about it in Telegram, in our group chat. And honestly, all of this, it's $22 a month to be a member in this. And it's literally my favorite. I love recording these podcasts and getting to talk to you this way. And I pretend that I'm just sitting here recording alone. So I pretend that you're in front of me and we're just chatting over coffee. But I love this space because I get to talk to you in real time and see your face and get to interact. And it's so fun. And I love it so much. And I want you to feel so supported in this space. And so I've linked more details in the show notes. If you want to check it out, if you have questions, ask me. I truly just love this space and created it from a place of an online community is what propelled me on this journey and totally transformed my life and has been a big catalyst in how I've gotten to where I have. And I wanted to create this space for women who just need somebody who gets it and need somebody who can pour into them and be that person that reminds them that they are powerful. So I've talked a lot. Thank you so much. Without further ado, let's dive back into today's episode. So the first thing when you're trying to figure out what the heck do I even value? And we're going to find examples from our career and our personal life because we want a little bit of everything. I want you to identify the times you were your happiest. I work best with a piece of paper in front of me. And so that's what works best for me. But identify your happiness. Put it down in your phone. Voice memo it to yourself. I'm very visual, so I like to write it down or at least have a list in my phone. Um, Paper and pencil or paper and pen works best for me, but you do you. Identify the times you were happiest in your career and your personal life. And so I want you to think not only like writing down a time, like, oh, I got a promotion or I won an award. Like, okay, cool. I was with my friends. Like, what were you doing? Were you with other people? Who were those people? Were there other factors that contributed to your happiness? What was going on around you? Give the details here. Give some context to your happiest moment. I would say five to 10 for each. Five to 10 happiest career moments, five to 10 happiest personal moments. And once you have those, now we're going to go to the next section. And again, we're using career and personal life. I want you to identify the times you were most proud. So we've done when we're happiest. Now we're going to do when we're most proud. Why were you proud? Did other people share your pride? Who were those people? Were there other factors that contributed to your feelings of pride? Was it pride that you did something in a group at work? Y'all had a pitch that was successful that you did with your work. Whatever it was. Were there outside contributing factors to your feelings of pride? Did you feel proud because somebody that you look up to in your life told you they were proud of you? So you didn't feel proud until that moment. Really think about it. Give some context. Five to ten for each one. 
Now our third section is going to be identifying the times when you're most fulfilled and satisfied. And again, we're still using personal and career examples here. What need or desire was fulfilled in that moment? And we're going five to 10 examples for each. What need or desire was most fulfilled was fulfilled. How and why did that experience give your life meaning? Because that's what fulfillment is, is having meaning. What other factors contributed to your feelings of fulfillment? Really take time to sit with this. And I'm going fast because pausing on a podcast would be really weird. You'd be like, oh, is this broken? What's going on? So feel free to pause and I will walk you through this. But we're going to go through each step. Step four is I want you to look at each one of these. Happiness, pride, fulfillment. And I want you to identify your top four to five in each one. I mean, if you only did like five values and do like half, half of whatever you wrote down, your top half, identify your top half in each of these three sections. Then from there, after you've starred your top three to five in each of these three areas, happiness, pride, and fulfillment, I want you to pick out from those starred ones, five to 10 values that really come through. Five to 10, that would be your top. Like, why was it important to you? Why were those memories important to you? In a quick Google search will help you. Like, we'll pull up a whole list. You can literally Google common personal core values. And Google has a ton. You can use chat GPT and be like, 100 common personal core values. And it will alphabetical order and it will generate you a whole list. So do that. And I want you to look is a common thing in each of these accountability. Is it achievement? Is it professionalism? Is it family? Is it fitness? Is it health? Is it your religion? Is it hard work? Is it service? Is it improvement? Is it contribution? Is it stability, support, teamwork, diligence, discipline, love, trustworthiness, efficiency, usefulness. What comes up? What's like a common one that when you look at this list of all these different options and you really think like what's coming through, what values are coming through, what are hitting, what do, what is common with these ones that you picked out that were your most important memories in each one of these categories, what's coming up. And so what we, what ends up with here is we pick these five to 10 values that match our, the word that matches our memory. It, it becomes very clear if all, if half of your top ones are family, family is important to you. And so let, let's roll with this one, that family is important to us. Let's say I made my list of, I picked out 10 memories because I did 30 because I did 10 for happiness, 10 for pride, 10 for fulfillment. And I picked out, you know, five from each. And then from those, I picked 10 that I was like, these are my top 10. And then I got to looking at them and five of them have to do with family. Five of them have to, or even involve quality time with people who are important to me. And so relationships, we'll blanket this with relationships. So I have family, my other relationships, those are two of my top values. Okay. 
So now I need to stop and look and be honest with myself. Does my life right now, how it is structured and how I'm living it, align with those being my top values? Because in the end, you know, we have five to 10. I really feel like 10's a bit superfluous, like five to seven's probably like the sweet spot. Um, but if you really need 10, do don't do more than 10. But I look at if I'm working, if I have a job in corporate America and I'm working 80 hour weeks and I said family is important to me, but that's a core value and relationships are important to me. That's a core value. And my other one is health. And maybe my next one is service. And my fifth one is faith. But I'm spending 80 hours of my week at work. And I'm wondering why I feel stressed and unhappy and dissatisfied with my life. Because in that, is my life of 80 hours a week at work aligned? No. And I'm not saying I'm not naive. You're not going to live a life where 100% of the time it's in perfect alignment. You're going to have seasons where it's not. But that doesn't mean we're we're not a victim to our, our circumstances. We control what we can control. And so in that, maybe I need to adjust my spending habits and so I can switch careers to a job that I might not be making as much money. But money wasn't one of my values. Money was a value put on saying that I needed to value that from an outside source, whatever it may be. And you start to realize like, wow, I don't actually even care about having a big house on the hill and being a millionaire. Like that's not even a value to me. And you realize that. Like that's not even important. Why am I doing this? No wonder I'm not happy. Like things start to make a lot of sense. So then you think, okay, what could I give up? What could I restructure if I was really honest and I built my life around what was most important to me and what I valued? And to be honest, you can have family's value and have money as a value. That's great. Again, we're not judging values here. And so it really gives you time and honest, like an honest look at your life and really see, okay, maybe I need to restructure some things. And if you're feeling really overwhelmed by this process, like I walk my community through this, I work with clients with this, and it's the huge piece. This is the foundation to everything because you really get to see, am I making decisions because that's what I want to do? Or am I making decisions because somebody told me I should? And that's a huge key piece there. And that's the power of knowing your values. And then knowing if I know I have a family event coming up, but my boss says, Hey, I'll give you 500 extra dollars to work this event. I'm a teacher. This does not actually happen. This is a hypothetical situation, but let's say I have a family event happening and one of my core values is family. My boss comes up to me and says, Hey, I have $500 for you. If you come work this evening at this event, um, it's going to, it's going to cause me to miss the family event. Okay, well, I said family was important to me, but, you know, I don't want my boss to be mad or think I'm not a good employee, so I take it. And then the whole time I'm miserable wishing I was there because I'm not living a life that's aligned with what I said was important to me. I'm betraying myself here. When I really didn't even care and I didn't need the $500. 
Do we see? So then instead in that moment, I could be like, well, one of my core values is family. And I care about family more than I care about having a lot of extra money or my boss being happy with me. That's not what's important to me. So I'm going to say, no, I'm not available for that. And I'm going to go spend time with my family because that is what I said was important. You get a lot of power here. You get to make empowered choices when you know what's important to you and not what you think is supposed to be important to you. What society tells you is supposed to be important to you. What your family says is supposed to be important to you. When you decide this is what's important to me and then you make choices in your life accordingly. And then you once a year, end of the year is a great time. Twice a year, do it in June and December. Sit down, walk through this exercise again. Are these things still important to me? Is this still what I value? And in a non-judgmental way, allow it to change if it needs to. But there's so much power in this, taking the time to actually do this. And if you are like, I need help sifting through this, reach out, DM me, email me. My email is listed below, like reach out to me. I care about you and I want you to make empowered decisions. That's why I took the time to sit here and have this conversation with you today because I know it's powerful and I want you to be empowered to build the life and make the choices for your life on your terms and not somebody else's. Now, before I leave you, because we end every episode this way, because I want you to remember, even if no one's told you today, I want to be the one that reminds you. You need to remember that you are worthy. You have value. You get to take up space in this world simply because you exist. Don't let anyone, including yourself, convince you otherwise. And if that idea or vision for your life is in you, it is for you. I'm rooting for you. I'm here for you. And I can't wait to talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I would love to hear from you. So share it on Instagram and tag me so I can personally thank you for getting this message out. I'm so grateful to have you on this journey with me. So until next time, remember to have the audacity.